Welcome to the Live Right Now podcast with author, speaker, and chef Wendell Fowler and me, the official ringer of the Fiber Bell, producer Alan. This is where food and faith come together in a recipe for mindful living as we talk about how we can live right now. Hello, beautiful souls. It's Chef Wendell and... And Alan. Yeah, Alan's here. I stepped on him, but hey, welcome, Alan. Good and to that see hurt you. my foot. It's oh, I'm squished. sorry, man. No. I thought I stepped on your lip or something like that. Oh, Al. No. Yeah, no, you got to work on that, man. You just went to a wedding. Yes, I did. Yeah, my oh. daughter got married and it's been, a, it's been a summer of weddings. My granddaughter and a couple months ago, and then my, my uh, daughter just got married last weekend. And uh, it's just a really wonderful time. So much joy and happiness. You got to love that. So for you, life is sweet. That's right. Ooh, segue. I smell a segue coming here. Don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to talk today, Alan? I think we're going to talk about artificial sweeteners, because they're everywhere. They've been part of our culture ever since... First diet beverages made probably back, back in the, what the late 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, true. There, yeah. No, no, it's, yeah. seriously, all it's, the way back to that's when saccharin came into saccharin, saccharin into yeah. being. Yes. Yeah, I'm kind of. What was that word? There's a definition. The man was saccharin. What's that mean? I've never heard of that before. Overly sweet. Over, oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay. <laughs> saccharin I, should, sweet. I should have known that one. So obvious, it should have hit me right in the head, you know. But um, but you know, we kind of fell into it, Alan. You know, we we. I think society has just kind of felt that, hey, you know, someone's looking out for our own good with this food industry, so we should trust them to take care of our health. Nah, <laughs> wrong. So we follow the the prompts and things that we were supposed to eat. And somehow, over the period of years, they become so much of a part of our life that we've socialized them. And and I'm talking specifically about modern times. And, and I call them the pink, blue, and yellow death. <laughs> <laughs> Little packages, ubiquitous. In every restaurant, in every airport, and every everywhere you look, there's a little packing. I'm in the hospital uh, 20 years ago, getting over a death sentence of heart disease, and I pick up a package of saccharin, mm-hmm. and it says, "Ah, oh, this thing may cause cancer and death." Hey, how charming! I'm in a hospital, and they're serving me this stuff. Well, <laughs> saccharin survived a, a a death sentence by by the government. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, because FDR was being exactly. prescribed it by yes, his doctor, yes. and despite everybody else saying no, we need to get rid of this because it's bad, he said no. My doctor's prescribed it. I and, and he vetoed <laughs> it. He, he, I know, but he actually trusted a doctor to know the difference between you know. So anyway, we won't go down that road. But that's okay. That 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 that's why it got so entrenched. I mean, I remember when I was a young kid, my my aunt and uncle would. Walk them to dinner, and they were pretty heather time, and have a little brown vial of things. They had a little white pill inside, and it was saccharin in its early form. Really? You know? And they would just sit there and put it in our thing, and, and boom, that was before it got put into a package, uh-huh. you know. And, and uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll talk about where. Um, I mean, there's a whole history. Came from. There's a yeah. whole history. Oh yeah, it's fascinating when you think about these three yellow, blue, and pink packages that are you, and when you finally hear about how they were discovered and where they came from and what they're made from, it's like what you know. It might change your viewpoint on what you put in your beverages uh, but they're everywhere alan you can't you you can't turn around and not step on a product that has it in here because you know that they're um you know people are kind of surprised how dangerous this stuff is uh, and they're prepared foods medications and beverages well Check at least this. now they have to tell us it's in there there was a time when they didn't have to tell us it was there they had to and because of the dangers of the artificial mm-hmm. sweeteners there was an act passed that said you know you exactly. have to tell us what's in this exactly and that was the best thing uh, but then a lot of money exchanges hands and things get muddled and there's semantics and they change the name of things but that's okay we're waking up alan 
I see that society is waking up. We're waking up and realizing that toothpaste, mouthwashes, children's chewable vitamins even, uh, cough syrup, liquid medicines, um, chewing gum. I know that I, I, I like a little piece of gum once in a while, you know, but mm-hmm. it's hard for me to find some that don't have aspartame in it or some yep. kind of alcohol sugar. Yep. Alcohol sugars are probably the lesser of all evils, but uh, to some extent. Um, but um, uh, I've found something with xylitol in it, and now I can eat this. I can chew gum and actually know that I'm not being poisoned, but uh, I can't leave that gum around because xylitol. I mean, that's what know. It's dangerous to dogs. Very, very dangerous. Shut down have, their livers. You have a couple very cute ones. Yes, I do. Yes, we do. That we just heard it. <laughs> but you can also find that no-calorie waters and drinks and booze, salad dressings, frozen yogurts, candies, baked good yogurt, breakfast cereals, processed little snacks, and light, quote-unquote, uh, diet fruit beverages, uh, prepared meats. And one thing, I don't, I don't even think my wife realizes this, um, it's nicotine gum. Really? Yeah. Well, you got to figure I mean, it's, it's, it's in like, everything. It's. Yeah. I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised that it's in anything anymore because no. it is so. Well, I exactly. say ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Yeah, it is. It is. And then we're. we're and that's what. That's what society is trying to. Uh, is finally starting to realize. They're. They're waking up and realizing that a lot of things that are in our food system are toxic, and that's what we want. You know, when you degrade your temple with man-made food, and you choose man over God. You know, our temple can't, yeah, our temple can handle it, but repetitive, repetitive, repetitively put it in our body over and over and over. It takes a toll on our holy temple, and our holy temple struggles to do what it was created to do because it's having to deal with this very highly profitable <laughs> ingredient that makes a lot of people very rich, but our bodies are, you know, are, are suffering at the same time. But, you know, you know, I t- I've, I've used this word, Alan. We've talked about this many, many times, my friend. And, and no matter what religion you are, what, what bolt of cloth you're cut from spiritually, whatever, wherever you come from, whatever God you worship, um, a lot of people are waking up. And I, a lot of people out in public now who listen to this segment will stop me and, and say, you yeah, know, you mentioned waking up an awful lot. I know in my family, I say it in front of my family, on my Facebook page, I'm always mm-hmm. talking about, wake up! Well, a lot of people are. And some people don't know they are. Some people come up and tap me and go, what do you mean waking up? What do you mean waking up? So I put together a list of signs that you as a listener might recognize in yourself and recognize that nothing's wrong, everything's gonna be all right. You're just starting to realize a little bit more of what is is out there, what's real and what's truth. not. Yes, what the truth, the truth is. Truth it's is very that. much like the, the movie The Matrix, where oh, yeah. everybody's you know <laughs> in this computer, pro- if you haven't seen it, everybody's in this computer program until um, you know, somebody realizes, wait, yeah, this is, you know, take the red pl- pill or the blue pill, the blue pill. <laughs> and you know, do you really want to know what's going on or, or do you not? And, and yeah. continue to remain asleep and, and be just you know, part well, of it. The- I think people are opting for the pill now. I think they want to know more because they realize that there's a power within each and every one of us that we don't even know we have, that we can do so much more than what we are think what we think we can do because we've been kind of programmed to think this is all there is. Wow. <laughs> but you might hear signs that you're waking up might be that you choose natural medicine over synthetic medicine. You might choose real organic food over, you know, the GMO poison, they call it. Uh, you might, this is a controversial one, but you might um, choose herbal immunity over toxic vaccines. And I do realize that's controversial. It's very individual. People are starting to choose being unique over copying celebrity lifestyles and realizing that they they don't need to imitate anybody. Mm-hmm. They're recognizing, um, they're choosing true research over media deception. And we know that there's a lot of that. They don't even hide it. They're choosing to support small local businesses over box stores. And I think that's groovy. 
I like that one. Yeah, yeah. We need to support our local economy. These people need our, our support and our dollars. Um, people are choosing to be humble over being arrogant. People are choosing to help others over being selfish. And people are being real over fake. And my favorite is people are choosing love over hate. And that applies to ourselves, to our lives, to our family. And uh, so I think this is, I think anybody out there is, I know a lot of you are relating to this this right now. And, uh, you know, we're waking up. We're waking up. We're realizing how powerful we are. We're recognizing that when we, when we choose man over God and eat toxic foods and destroy the temple, um, and we do it very willingly sometimes, that there's some there's a toll to be paid on the highway to that down that road. So that that is very true. And I might add to that list, uh, or maybe um, amplify the the love over hate. It's not even so much love over hate as love over uh, ambivalence, yeah, uh, cho- choosing to Ooh, care. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you choose yeah. to care. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. We I think that's part of the the low self esteem that we've been um, experiencing as a country. You know, with depression and anxiety and all these things. I think we just we just kind of been beating ourselves down, and a lot of it comes from nutritional deficiency. You know, as we said before, the entirety of our whole country we're suffering malnutrition, and God has to be looking down and and weeping. <laughs> and I created you perfect. You know, you're in my image. Do you not realize that if I create you in your image, my image? That means you are perfect too, but we're not perfect anymore. We're poisoned. We're, we've broken our, our connection to earth. Well, we're, and we're created perfectly, but then Indeed. we choose to change our path. Yeah, choices are everything, right? Aren't, right now, I think you've told me a dozen times, if you've told me once, once or why, you know that word, <laughs> that we are at this particular time the sum of all the choices we've made. It's true. Through our entire That's life. True. So the cause of disease sometimes can basically be choices. <laughs> well, then we, do you choose to drink? The diet coke, or do you choose to drink the water? That's right, the blue or green, the blue or, or red pill. Yeah, it, but that's 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 a metaphor for every, everyday life. I think you could apply that to every day. We have ability to make a choice, a choice to be healthy, or a choice to uh, diminish ourselves. To look at food: does this food feed me, or does this food deplete me? And these artificial sweeteners um, may sound good, and you know. And, and we may be lulled in the fact of the slumber, the, 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 the coma of thinking that all this stuff is good. But let me tell you, it's not. I've got some information here today that will just, you know, stun a lot of people. But, you know, Alan, if we don't smack them upside the head with, with, with hardcore love and give these you, you know, listeners. Well, and you have to have the knowledge to make that choice. I mean, first you have to realize that you have the choice. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's part of the waking up process is exactly. knowing that you do have a choice. Yes, you do. But then you have to be mindful of what those choices are. Mm-hmm. And you can't just go, well, this one looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to have a little bit of knowledge, which is why we, we want to talk about that's, this that's topic all, today. Yeah, that's what we're all about. We, we all love sweet foods. You but do. where is that sweetness coming from? Yeah, exactly. You know, or is it coming from man or is it coming from God? And, you know, a lot of people are bewildered because there's so many sugar substitutes out there. And I think what we just need to do is understand the pros and cons of each and then make an intelligent, uh, self-compassionate decision. Sure. Uh, so let, let's talk about the, the artificial sweeteners first. So there's <laughs> there's several different kinds. Yeah. Um, you know, historically, there's what the big four, although one of them, you kind of got to take off the table because it's really not available because even the government at one point said, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's too far for us. We're, you know, that's, we, we have too much proof. That's bad. Yeah. So we're going to take, uh, take that one off the table. Um, I can't remember the name. Cyclo, um, oh, cyclamate, cyclamate, yes. cyclamates, which is very close, very close to sweet and low, but not exactly. 
It's, it's just, it's, it's a cousin, you know, but sweet and low, that's, I think that was the end result of, okay, let's clean this up a little bit type mm -hmm. of thing, you know, but, uh, my gosh, you know, you've got alcohol sugars, you know, you've got artificial sugars like, like, uh, you know, aspartame, Splenda, uh, uh sweet and low. And those, those are the most common ones. Uh, then we have alcohol, alcohol sugars, you know, talk about urethrol. Sandy was asking me the other day, you know, is urethrol bad? My, my response was, I just think it's the lesser of all evils. Mm -hmm. And again, in moderation, because alcohol sugars, um, uh, have a tendency to create a gassy environment. If you eat too many of them and you can get rather, you know, robust, uh, flatulence from something like that and diarrhea. Uh, again, more is not better. Well, and to the to benefit of that particular one, it, it doesn't spike your blood sugar like exactly. some of the others will do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it does have that going for oh, it. Oh, absolutely. They call it the Zoom crash and burn, which is very similar to a drug. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you need more to keep going. You know? So that's why a lot of people go to sugar, which we're not talking about today. But, you know, sugar instantly makes you feel good. But then you crash and then you got to keep going more, which is kind of like the, um, the mechanics of a drug, you know, an yeah. opiate or some other kind of street drug that. But there's a so there's urethra, then there's the um, uh, oh novel sweeteners I would call it. Um, but there's molotol, those kind of things, sorbitol and xylitol. I wouldn't put xylitol. I would put xylitol more in a natural thing because it does actually come from a plant. Mm -hmm. But you got processing involved and that kind of thing. But now, when Sandy and I switched xylitol toothpaste rather than Crest and all this stuff with fluoride. Um, I, I, I hate, I'm not superstitious, but I'll do the traditional knock on wood here. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, we haven't had any tooth decay because my brother, the physician in Vermont, Milt Fowler, um, who I love dearly, he was telling me that uh, much like cranberry juice lines the inside of a woman's bladder and prevents bacteria from sticking on it. Okay. So xylitol, when you put it in your teeth, has the same effect. So oral caries won't be created because the bacteria can't glom onto your teeth. So if you choose xylitol gum and use xylitol toothpaste, you're not giving disease a chance to set up a homestead. So, isn't that kind of cool? It creates a barrier. Yeah, exactly. Barrier. So, we, uh, again, ah, thank you, God. Thank you, nature, for giving us these natural things, you know. But then we go to things like, um, oh, you know, um, stevia, which is my go-to sweetener. Uh, matter of fact, I have the four plants in the garden right now. About mm -hmm. halfway through, I've been another couple, another couple months. They should be ready to harvest, you know, maybe a month and a half. And they'll be about five feet tall. And I was just finishing off last year's stevia just a couple of days ago. I had a jar. I, I was able to harvest so much of this bright green. It's not like the, the white packages that you, that you uh, get in the store, uh, the white in the packages. Um, and then, you know, then we go on to like, you know, um, the natural ones. And I say natural, not the government's definition of natural, Alan. <laughs> By golly, cat poo-poo. Could be considered natural. Well, the, it, it is by so definition broad. natural, but it's not something yeah, you want to put yeah. in your <laughs> but you get my uh, point. coffee it's, or something. It's so it's so vague. But there's agave, there's date sugar, palm sugar, coconut sugar. Um, there's fruit juice concentrates. You know, mm -hmm. like when you reduce, like you take ten pounds of grapes, juice them, and render that down, and you reduce it by you know five or six times, you get this really beautiful sweetener. And sometimes you can find that in in um, candies and pop you know, little suckers mm -hmm. and things like that. And then our favorite is honey and maple syrup. Now, honey, let's be careful. Let's back up because the warnings are out there. You can go anywhere on and Google just a really reputable site and they'll tell you that today's grocery store honey, there's little little bears going, hi, buy me, and they're crystal clear. Right. Well, those have been cut with, it's okay. They've approved it. They can cut honey in the store with high fructose corn syrup. 
to extend the honey, and but you can't tell the difference. But at the same time, you're turning something that God created well, so what you into do, something crap, some dead crap. So we go back to your, your list of things to, of enlightenment. You choose the locally sourced. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and it's wonderful. And Alan. there are bee farmers producing honey oh, nearly everywhere now. Yeah, they are. And you go to farmer's market and ask questions and... Now that stuff's milky and it's not, so we need to get past that perfection thing. Good grief, you know, nature is not always that perfect when it, when it comes out. And it's milky, but it has not been, has not been filtered, has not been pasteurized. Obviously, older people who have immune system problems and very young children should be very careful about using raw honey because of the potential of some bacteria being in there. But, but, you know, I mean, but even natural honey that's just been filtered, but not oh, had the oh, other yeah. stuff oh, added yeah. to it. Oh, that's yeah. oh, that's perfectly wonderful. okay. And, you know, we mentioned in, in our prior show, especially one on inflammation and pH, is that when you eat raw honey, it's, it's acidic as it can be. My God, it's like acid off the scale. But when you put it into your body, the miracle of, our, of the creator of all that is made it so it turns our body alkaline, which is the state our body needs to be in. That's why you hear people doing apple cider vinegar and honey all the right. time. So that's kind of where that all ties yeah, in. Look at the previous episode if you like a recipe for Oh, absolutely. For all that. Absolutely. So, you know, molasses is another one. You know, that's another yeah, one. I'm, I'm not... molasses is, is yeah, you know, highly very nutri- honey-like, but... But the nutrition, I don't exactly off the top of my head, but apparently it's it's got a lot of minerals in there. I know. It's zinc and magnesium, I iron. iron. I think um, I'm trying to remember the other thing. I was reading about this mm-hmm. preparing for this uh, earlier mm-hmm. today and and it's the list goes on and on for for yes. that it does it does it's amazing so we just need to be we need to wake up we're, we're waking up and but, think, but all of these natural sweeteners are have all of these natural sweeteners <laughs> include other things besides just the sweetener it has other yeah. minerals and, and other things mm-hmm. that are good for us on top of all exactly. of that and that's what we want we food is medicine concept Agave nectar is one that a lot of people are going to. I think you noticed. Uh, we see it everywhere. I was at a coffee shop the other day, and uh, we, I said, do you have any of this? Any of stevie? Goes, no, we got agave. But I picked it up, and I thought, well, it was a commercial brand. It was a grocery store brand. And there's not much difference in that from high fructose corn syrup. So what you want to do is, is if you do use agave, good for you, but get a um, an organic version of it. There's an Indian brand out there. I want to say, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. You can mm-hmm. find it at every grocery store. Say, but you, you bring up the high fructose corn syrup, mm-hmm. and that that is truly in nearly everything. Oh, it's because it's cheap. It's cheaper than air and water, apparently, to use in an industrial environment because it's, well, they subsidize corn. So corn's everywhere. So they take this corn and make it out. They say, hey, Bill, we found a new way to use corn. Hey, we'll make millions of dollars and we'll lie. <laughs> so it's important to read your labels. Oh, my goodness, yes. And then even then, you got to even then express a little bit of, of scrutiny. You know, I, I, I like that phrase. I, we shouldn't question everybody in authority. But, I mean, sometimes the authorities don't have our best interests in, in, in mind, you know. So we have to be careful. There's a lot of semantics and twisting of words and nutrisweet. Uh, is, is aspartame. They're going to change the name of that. They're going to change the name of high fructose corn syrup and call it another name. You know, a rose by any other name is still a rose. You put, know, put lipstick on the pig. Exactly. So th- this is where we need to keep people. You need to keep up with the dates. You know, keep up with uh, um, with what's going on. But we use a lot of date sugar, palm sugar, uh, coconut sugar. We don't use a lot of sugar in our house actually. Sandy bakes once in a while, but I just assume not. Just me personally. I, it's my third year. I've been kind of backing off on. Um, eating a lot of sugars, even especially the cane sugar, I try to stay away from. Uh, we've, we've been speaking a lot, uh, you know, throwing a little disdain on 
the artificial sweeteners. Maybe we should we go into a little bit about why that stuff is so bad for us. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> hold on. You know, I mean, little, little knowledge goes a long way. Well, I tell you, why don't we start off with um, with aspartame? Because, you know, I don't think anybody, well, a lot of people do, but Donald Rumsfeld uh, was involved in getting aspartame approved. And this is went, so interesting. You know, in, the, uh, in the Nixon administration, actually, uh, a lot uh, of money. Well, well, Reagan administration. Right, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, yes. Um, but here, number one, uh, you know, aspartame is is so dangerous. Alan has no place in in our in our food in America. Uh, but the means by which Donald Rumsfeld helped to get it approved are nefarious and criminal at, at the least. You know, like well, to use your powerful friends in Washington to approve your company's dangerous substance for human you know, human consumption, and then and make a big old fat bonus on it. Sure, yeah. and, and we'll we'll include a link that includes the whole story behind how Donald Rumsfeld okay, was involved yeah, yeah, in yeah. aspartame. Yeah, I we, think yeah, this, it, this could take us down a very long road. Yeah, yeah. So we just and, want, so but, you, but if you're interested in that, we'll put put the link to that. <laughs> we need to do that because uh, you're not going to believe it. I mean, don't believe me, folks. Go read it. You know. And but the bottom line is that. It, they tried to approve aspartame several oh, times beforehand, and absolutely. they had too many things to prove that it created brain tumors. Oh. It created uh, you know, cancer. Cancer, brain tumors, exactly. Um, and they just couldn't get it approved, but then Donald Rumsfeld got involved <laughs> got and involved. pulled some political strings. Boy, it fall through, you know. And now we have aspartame in too many things. Well, yeah, and it, yeah, it is. But the FDA's own toxicologist, this dude named Dr. Adrian Gross, told concert, Congress that Without a shadow of doubt, aspartame can cause brain tumors and brain cancer, and that it violated the Delaney Amendment, which forbids putting anything in food that is known to cause cancer. Because this is it. According to the top doctors and researchers who study this topic, these, these are the top authorities in America. Aspartame, uh, other than what we already talked about, Alan, is, is, is causes headaches, memory loss, seizures, vision loss, coma, and cancer. It worsens or mimics the symptoms of such diseases as like uh, fibromyalgia. How many people you know have fibromyalgia? And they're always like, oh, yeah, yeah, while, they're, while they're drinking the sure. claws in their hands. Sure. It's just so ironic. MS, lupus, ADD, diabetes, Alzheimer's, chronic fatigue syndrome, and depression. So, you know, I have to ask you, how's that Diet Coke looking at you right now? <laughs> Fortunately, I don't drink Diet Coke and, and never have acquired the taste for it. <laughs> Well, the um, methanol and the public health, uh, there was a, a review journal uh, and we had a topic called Aspartame, Methanol and Public Health uh, by Dr. Woodrow Monty said, when diet sodas and soft drinks sweetened with aspartame, aspartame are used to replace fluid loss during exercise and physical exertion in hot climates or like if you got out of the gym or something like that, the intake of methanol can exceed 250 milligrams a day, which is 32 times the EPA's recommended limit. Um, so, I mean, this is documented. This is documented by the FDA. But it's, it's, it's going to be information that they're not going to say, hey, hey, we want you to know this. You, it's there, but you got to dig it out. Mm -hmm. But how many of us are digging it out? But I think that... Well, that's uh, what we're doing now. <laughs> exactly. But 95, the agency was forced under the Freedom of Information Act, which you referred to recently, um, to release a list of aspartame symptoms that have been recorded by thousands of victims. Um, and there's been over 10,000 consumer complaints sent into the FDA. So and that's more than any other food additive. It is. It is. It actually, um, yeah, it is. So, you know, potentially damaged, dangerous chemical. Uh, it's kind of lumped in with something like BPA, which we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. the I'm not even trying to pronounce it. But, uh, but you know, Alan, it's, it's a deadly neurotoxic drug. 
and it's masquerading as an additive and interacts with, now here's a drug interaction, I didn't know that. It interacts with antidepressants that we take, L-dopa-coumadin, which is a blood thinner, I'm on that, I don't take antidepressants. It interferes with homo-hormones, insulin, cardiac medita meditation, no, medication. <laughs> medication. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also hypersensitive, and um, so that it kind of interacts with some vacu uh, vaccines and other toxins. Uh, so anyway, you know, it's like Splenda, which is you know has a chlorinated base like DDT. Uh, I mean, you, you understand what's going on. But Rumfeld, you know, he the guy who executed some of the worst decisions in American foreign policy and got a medal for it was really behind this because in '85 Monsanto purchased uh, the company, um, the chemical company that made it. Um, and guess who was president of that chemical company? That's right, by golly. And uh, they held the patent to aspartame. Um, so Montana, Monsanto, our good friends at Monsanto, see, now they're even changing their names because they're mm -hmm. the most hated company in America. I call them Monsatan. I'm sure they're going to have heard, they've heard that many times. But, um, but the, you know, because they had to shut up some uh, scientists who kept screaming that, you know, might produce brain terrors. Hey, listen, listen, listen. But, you know, Donald Rumsfeld, he called in his markers and got it approved. And, you know, so Rumsfeld, while he was the CEO at Serial, was part of Reagan's transition team. That's how it all went down. Mm -hmm. um, and the team handpicked their new FDA commissioner. Hmm. Well, this dude, Dr. Hayes, a pharmacologist, had no previous experience with food additives before being appointed to the director of the FDA. Hmm. What did that happen, huh? But the day after Reagan -ish got into office... Um, they took action and Cyril reapplied to the FDA for approval to use aspartame as a food cert, and they got it. So Hayes had to overlook the scuttled grand jury investigation of Cyril, which was going on. It was serious. Um, and he, you know, it, and they had to ignore recommendations. And, uh, and that's what, you know, thousands of lab animals were killed as a, as a, uh, as a result. And, <laughs> and here's the kicker. When Cyril was absorbed by Monsanto, 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 Rumsfeld received a $12 million bonus. So there's how it got into our system, folks. It's, that's, how, uh, that's how it got into our, our food system. So, but you know, do you know what it's made from? I don't remember. It's a, it's a GMO bacteria. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. a GMO bacteria. And what it is, it's... It's, it's basically it's, bacteria poop. It's poop. Quite <laughs> frankly, folks, I'm sorry. I hear people spitting out their... <laughs> yeah, that's right. You heard it right here on Live Right Now. Yeah, they created this thing. And, and uh, I, I, apparently, we wouldn't live in this world very well if we didn't have some kind of symbios, symbiosis with mm -hmm. bugs and things like that. I do realize that. But, you know, at what cost, you know. But then... We got health. We got health problems out there. Crazy. That it's hard to imagine. Then Splenda, you know, um, you know, I have a son-in-law who has a real bad case of Crohn's. You know, and, and they're saying that Crohn's is, is inflammatory, and they find out Splenda just basically just pours fire, pours fuel in the fires of inflammation. Well, I mean, any inflammatory disease inside mm. the, the, the mm. studies have shown time and time again that this is just not. If you have that inflammatory disease. Mm -hmm. Splenda is just oh going to make things Run, so flee, much worse. Drop don't, it, folks. Don't even think about it. <laughs> you know, Case Western Reserve. Um, and the medical school there. Amazing place. Yes, ex exactly. Um, I have, a, I have a, a cousin who teaches there. But they discovered that um, over a six weeks period, the ar artificial sweetener sucralose, a.k.a. Splenda, worsens gut inflammation in mice with Crohn's-like situations, uh, but had no 
Um, it really didn't have much effect on those without it, though. Um, but just, just to think about all the diseases we have in America right now, and we're going, damn that Crohn's while we're breaking up a four pack. I saw a guy break up four packages of Splenda one day and pour them in his iced tea. I'm like, no, don't do that. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to, to um, it's hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, the study does say for those who do not have the inflammatory bowel disease, that it's okay. But keep in mind, how many of us might have that without knowing it? Well, that's the whole and, and thing. Inflammation, as we've, we've talked about that's in previous episodes, has been it's such a problem with the diet creates mm-hmm. all of this inflammation in our body. Right. And the bowel is one of the key places that this takes place. Absolutely. So Absolutely. even if you yes. don't have Crohn's or, or any of those mm-hmm. others diagnosed, mm-hmm. you might want to think twice. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you got diagnosed and they're giving you a pill that masks the symptoms. You know, mm-hmm. you have it, but I don't want to experience the pain of it. Well, let's not heal it. Let's just hide your body's protests and screaming at you because that's what pain is, is your body is telling you something's wrong. I need help here. But uh, yeah, people who... Um, Patients with Crohn's disease should think carefully about consuming Splenda because it's just... And another one is maltodextrin. That's mm-hmm. another one. I go to the store the other day and I bought a... Well, I didn't buy. I have a prop in the other room. Um, it's a stevia in the raw. We've all seen it. Right. So stevia connotes... Well, the first ingredient would be stevia. Eh, not really. Well, and raw would mean just stevia. Well, yeah, I know. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of things wrong with that one. But one of the main ingredients, now some of them I've seen another alcohol sugar uh, in there, but most of it's maltodextrin being the first ingredient. So here you are looking at stevia, which is a zero carb, and you're getting that for one reason, because I don't want carbs. But yet they think you don't know what alcohol sugars are, which is maltodextrin, and it's the number one ingredient. So you're eating it and thinking, well, I'm gonna, I, you feel the same, nothing's changed. It's just like a lateral move. You're because not, you haven't changed anything. Exactly, <laughs> but they plan on us. The listeners here today, you got to realize that most of these people think you're stupid. They think you don't pick up a book. They think you're so busy watching, you know, Dancing with the Stars and and the Kardashians that you don't have time to read about, you know, what's going on around you. And that's where the waking up part comes in. I mean, they they put the stuff in you know, all the chemical terms and such, knowing that most people don't know exactly. what it is that they're looking at, which right, is Alan. why we're trying to help explain a little bit more about what you're seeing on your labels yeah. so you can make a more informed decision right. and, and be a little bit more mindful of how you're, you're making your decisions to put things in your body that are ultimately there to nourish your Amazing. holy temple. I know. And that is it. It's a holy temple. You know, you got to wonder what God thinks about all this, whoever your God is. You know, you know we, we, we talk about faith and spirituality here, so I know we don't want to say that, you know, you're, you're, you have the, we all have the same God, but I don't care what God is what God you worship, um, we're perfect. And, and to put something like that in this beautiful body that we've, we've been giving that, I call it my earth suit. That's my new, in my new book, <laughs> it's what we call earth suit maintenance. Uh, Cause it is, it's what gets you through from point A to point B from the time you're born to the time you exhale that last breath. It's your vehicle to, to learn, to, to walk this earth and enjoy God's beauty and all the, uh, the, the gifts that he gave me and, and gave us all of us. And, and we've been kind of yanked out of the ground like a carrot <laughs> and disattached from what's most important. And that's source, yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, you know, your, your body is just, it is a container for that which is truly you. Exactly. Um, your, your spirit, your essence, mm-hmm. however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't take care of that container, that vehicle mm-hmm. that moves you mm-hmm. through this world, uh, what would you do if 
your your to your car, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it yeah. requires maintenance to mm-hmm. move you through the, the road okay. system. And what happens when you neglect it? Well, I, most of us have seen cars broken down on the side of yeah. the road. Or your engine seizes out. Exactly. You if get you, but if you take care of your car, it will last exactly. you a long while. Exactly. Just like for your body, if you take good care of it, it will it will take care of you. And you know something else? I gave a talk the other night, um, a group of, I call them millennials, something that, these crunchy millennials. I just love them to death. <laughs> crunchy millennials. I don't have a <laughs> But I was reminded of, of the, the, the TED Talk-ish thing I did at the Vogue not too long ago. It was Walk the Talk, and where I, I stood out on the stage. And you know, this is was three years ago, and, and this is where I was. And I was starting to wake up and figure out that your body is so incredible. Okay, we all know that. It can heal itself. It can, we, can, we can communicate in ways we don't even know yet. Um, but it's also, your body is the conduit between divinity and the people around you. You know, you're, you are a divine conduit. We are divine conduits for altering and changing the lives of the people around us. So if you don't, if you remember the movie Towering Inferno? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, they cut the corner on the products and the irony was the last scene. All these executives patting themselves on the back for what a job well done. And of course, the building collapses because <laughs> with all the people in it who made the bad decisions. So your body is the same way. Your body, if you do not honor your body as the Bible instructs you to do, very clear, honor your body. Well, and in, in all other faiths as well. Everything, ex- exactly. I'm not, not just, just every, you know, just your religion is not the only religion, folks. Remember, there's a lot of people out here. And, and even if you don't have faith, I mean, it's just common sense. Exactly. This is a rare treat we have. So. Anyway, how can you, so if, if you're a satellite dish or you're a Wi-Fi, you are connecting with divinity all the time. So, but if your body is beat up and from artificial this and artificial that, from taking in these toxins that we're talking about and sweet and low and saccharin and, and Splenda and all these things, then your body is less than perfect and not able to give you a clear connection with the, the divine. So a lot of people, when I did this lecture, uh, that you kind of you kind of saw them stop for a second. <laughs> they had to digest what I just said, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I never thought about it that way, dude. You know, because <laughs> how do you how can you connect with divinity if your satellite dish, to all that is, is corrupted by poor nutrition, and denied what it was what it was designed by creation to use as fuel to to grow, rebuild, restore. We regenerate. You know, our body regenerates itself almost every 365 days. Mm-hmm. I look at that in my hands and go. Is this the same skin I had when I was a kid? No. It's been, you know, your body is constantly rebuilding. So, but if you give it, don't give it the tools it needs, that's why we age quickly. That's why we get sick. That's why our skin gets gray green and we get the darkness under our eyes and we have no energy and, and our, our ability to love and live and flourish as, as God meant for us to be has been diminished grandly. I mean, I mean, your vibrational frequency, we talked about mm-hmm. that before. Sure. You know, you know, you, we all vibrate at a high frequency. So when we eat, we got some cherries here on the table. So when we eat this fresh cherry that was just harvested not too long ago, it's still zinging with the, the vibrational energy of the universe. And so we eat that, we benefit from that. Mm. And our personal vibrational frequency will rise at the same time. However, when we eat food that's dead, which has zero vibrational frequency, we're just bringing ourselves down and down and down and down. And then we raise our anger fist to God and go, why am I so angry? Why am I so depressed? Why am I so sickly? Dude, God's looking down and going, hey, I didn't put that stuff in your mouth. Y'all came up with that on your own. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to kind of get it. Um, but I want to raise my vibe as much as, you know, 
nature gave us everything. Plants are sacred, Alan. You know that. They are. They're sacred. They they speak a language that you know. Food is not just is just not calories. Food is information for our cells. It talks to our DNA. Um, so the happier and healthier, you know, the healthier are, the happier happier we are. And when we're happy, our DNA does the happy dance. Mm-hmm. They've showed this. I saw this thing last night where they showed that your DNA, the strand, what it looks like right. people under stress healed. and anger and you know just getting crazy and all that. Their DNA gets all gets all tight and uptight and things like this. But with the people who were like chill and, and kind of mellowed out, it showed that their DNA went back to normal. It was more normal. And actually, <laughs> they're saying that through staying in a happy state of mind by eating more from nature, not from a factory, the happier we are. Our DNA gets stronger and builds itself, rebuilds itself, and duplicates itself, and gets better and all the time. So, the the main the idea of how we think and how we feel is now related to our our, in, our inner ecology. You know, almost sure. on a, it's all quantum. Of course, it's quantum physics. Is all it is. Well, and if you take it back to the sweeteners, if the only thing that you're concerned about is the fact that your sweetener has zero calories, <laughs> then you're probably looking at the wrong reasons to be, you, know, you want something yeah. sweet but has zero calories. Well, there are other ways to go about that exactly. that do not harm you. Yes, exactly. All of these zero calorie things have things that detract from them mm-hmm. in your body. Yeah. So if you look to things that are more natural, there may be a couple of more calories in there, but it also has so many other things yeah, that will it. benefit you. So you know, the, the cost-benefit analysis mm-hmm. If you're looking at it from you know strictly an, an analytical standpoint, mm-hmm. how can you choose the chemical zero calorie does nothing for you except maybe give you cancer? <laughs> choice. <laughs> Boy, it sure makes that drink taste good. You know, as opposed to the natural, you know, maybe a few extra calories, but it has so many other benefits for you. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. But we're asleep, Alan. These are the people who haven't woken up yet. They, they still think that. Because it's, it's on the shelf, it's going to be okay. And I've had this all my life, so it hasn't done anything yet. Well, hold on. <laughs> it may be kind of like latent and coming around. But... Time will tell. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. But that's okay. But, you know, I can't blame these people, actually, because you know, they, they, they're doing... If you're using Sweet and Loaf, you're using Splenda, and you're using Aspartame, I would, I would give you a, a pass on this and say it's only because I think you, you assume it's okay for you, and you're doing it innocently. Because I don't think anybody would willingly put something in their body sure. that they knew right off the bat uh, was going to kill them or hurt them or, or make them less than who they are, take away their you, their uniqueness. Yeah. Uh, but there are people who, unfortunately, Alan, they will regardless. You know, I, I've seen, I have a guy who, I know a friend who just got over cancer and he's gone back to eat the same foods that gave him cancer. This has not made the connection. You're going to find those people, yeah. you know? Sure, but once you have the information, it becomes a choice. Yeah, exactly. And, and then... You have to be mindful of which mm-hmm. choice you make. If you if you choose to mm-hmm. go with the zero calorie, mm-hmm. you know, cancer causing, you know, for for whatever reason you do, that then becomes your choice. And you know the benefits or right. the, the consequences then are are on you. Yeah, take some good long soul searching. Sometimes we have to stop. I think this is what's happening. People are stopping and wait a minute, starting to think a little bit. And I, 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 I that's where I that's where I'm putting my money right now is the fact that people are waking up and they're spreading the word like we are with more of their people around. That's the only way we can do it. We can't, we, you and I can sit here and, and yell at people all day long and have fun and 
but they're but you know out in out in public just radi- affect the people around you you know you don't have to say don't eat this don't eat that that's going to kill you that's not going to win friends no but, but if, if you are going places and, and going no i choose to do this instead of that yeah no yeah absolutely i mean for instance um I went to get a smoothie at one of my, my favorite smoothie places, mm-hmm. and I saw one that looks really great. It's it's a you know, triple oat berry, mm-hmm. triple berry oat smoothie, um, and it was, you go you know, ground flaxseed and you know, oh, all, yeah. all, oh, all of this good stuff. And then the last item on the, the list of ingredients on the board, <laughs> Splenda. Oh no! <laughs> so I ordered it and I said, "Please don't put the Splenda." Yeah, in just it. hold the Splenda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, as you make those decisions and oh, goodness. and the people around you see you making these decisions, maybe they'll think twice about making Jeez. the same decision for themselves. Splenda. You know, Splenda was discovered in a lab. A guy was working with some kind of chemicals and he got some on his finger. But all of the artificial sweeteners, <laughs> you know, saccharin, um, you know, all of those actually came about from lab accidents like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, some of the best dishes I've ever cooked in restaurants have always been a mistake and they... And I, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be awful. And, and someone else said, hey, this is great. I go, oh, I meant for it to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> Any good chef knows how to do that, you know. But yeah, saccharin, I, I don't think we mentioned this, but you know, saccharin. Yeah, um, the original artificial sweetener. Yeah. You know, it's a Latin word for sugar. Yes. You, you're right. 1987 by Johns Hopkins uh, University researcher who was looking for this. <laughs> Folks, listen to this closely. Those little packages of, of red, uh, pink death. He was uh, looking for a new uses for coal tar derivatives. Okay, <laughs> this is how. And so he forgot to wash his hands before lunch, and he tasted something sweet on his fingers. So after tasting everything in his lab to determine the source, he figured out after all it was benzoic sulfamide, a coal tar derivative, which is three hundred times sweeter than sugar. And well, sweet and low was invented. <laughs> I mean. Accidents will happen, but well, whoa! And, and all of the other artificial sweeteners, you know, the primary artificial sweeteners, they have similar stories, believe oh, it or I know. not. Actually, well, who who in the world would have figured out that GMO bacteria poop would make their drink sweet? You know, you know, I can tell that to people today, and they would look at me like I'm absolutely crazy, Alan. I mean, you know what I'm saying? How? Oh, they wouldn't do something like that. Well, they do it, and all the time it's been going on for hundreds of years. Well, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. At least let them look at you like you're crazy for yeah. telling the truth. Oh, yeah, ex- exactly. And I do believe there's many people who do not want to hear the truth, Alan. I think there's. I think that ignorance is bliss thing. Um, it makes more sense to me as I get older, and I can understand and have a more empathy now for people and understanding like, you know, well, I, this is what I can't stand. Well, you got to die from something. Oh, yeah, ignorance. <laughs> Our poor decisions. Oh, we love you. Don't get it. Don't be wrong. You just get a little, I love you lazy sometimes. That's all. Yeah, so, so I'll die from something, but let me affect the quality of life while I'm here. Well, that's a whole thing. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a spring chicken, but, but I do see people around me who are my age, Alan. They've already died. They've given up. They just—they're just living there, waiting for it to happen. You know, ah, man. I mean, we all—we all know people like that. They—they oh. you know, they go around and they—they they look like they're perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. You know, e- even happy in some ways. Mm-hmm. But you know that they're dead inside. Oh, and they're not living, enjoying life. There's so much more. Um, but they give up. But that's okay. I—I I totally understand. There's, not, there's nothing we can do about mm-hmm. that. Actually, that's why I don't really. No offense. I'm not trying to offend anybody. 
But it, it really sucks the life out of me to hang around with some older people. God bless their little souls. They just, all they want to talk about is their sickness and disease. That's all their life is. <laughs> While they're pouring Splenda, the fourth Splenda in their iced tea and not making the connection and they're jerking around with disease. And... Go to any nursing home and any, everybody knows everybody else's uh, oh, ailments. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I surround myself with the youth. I, I, like I said, I have a wonderful following of, uh, of millennials now. A lot of people, I don't millennials. They don't know what they're talking about. You know what? They're going to change the world. You mark my word. The millennials are going to make things happen. Well, if anybody can, it's going to be them. And the crunchy ones. I love the crunchy <laughs> millennials. Ah, they get it. They get it. We've always got to look to the next generation to, right. to build, a, build up what we've destroyed. Exactly. My challenge from the other night in this speech, I looked around, evaluated my crowd, and I knew there was all young hipster millennials, and I love them. And I said, look, you know, y'all got a chance to be good models for your folks. You know, your kids that don't, don't, don't bring that stuff home. Don't even let them see it. Mm -hmm. You know, be the model, be the parent. You know, you're, you're their first teacher and we can get these kids to, and we can change the world. And I got everybody all pumped up and I, I, I can see there's something in the air. Like we were hippies. I was hippie. I was in the summer of love and, 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 and being a crazy whacked out guy. And, and, uh, and there hasn't been a generation since then that really cared too much about anything to be passionate about it. You know, you got the, the 70s were disco, the 80s were like, meh, the 90s, meh, nothing. There's no passion. All of a sudden, we got these young millennials and they're getting, they're getting passionate and they, they see the wrong. They don't want this to be this way. They don't want that. And they got the money to do something about it. So, and, and the know, passion. I'd love, love to encourage them to, to keep going with, with that drive. The oh, only yeah. thing I would say to the millennials is, guys, rethink the man bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what they call that. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> that's I, okay. I, I was a hippie. I had a full bozo. I looked like Ronald McDonald. So I, you know, I, you know, I was a bad boy. But it's it's just a matter of, of you know, being aware, and, and they're they're aware. Mm. They're they're starting to think about these things. That's what yeah. we're here for is that's to help exactly. help people be more aware of those decisions that yeah. they're making, and to just think about it just a little bit more. Make that choice. Yeah. But make it an informed choice. So now yeah. you know about the artificial sweeteners. Mm -hmm. We've also got the alternatives. There, are, there There's mm -hmm. another way. There's always another way. And read the and labels when you buy stuff. There's always a better way. Exactly. So, you know, honey, maple syrup, That's right. natural agave. Yeah. Dates. Dates. Dates are wonderful. When I get a Sugar Jones, I just go eat a date because it's intensely sweet. Now, yeah, it's a plant sugar, but, you know, it, it keeps me away from the bad snark. And high in magnesium. And high, oh, yes, <laughs> and iron. Ding, ding. But, you know, it doesn't have any, is any fiber. Oh, hey, we haven't seen the fiber bell for a oh, while, hey, have we? But there it is. <laughs> but anyway, let's 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 start wrapping this up here. Sure, buddy. Sweet. <laughs> right. I don't know where that came from, huh? Anyway, well, you know, we just need to we we need to love ourselves enough to stop the suffering, and we need to recognize that sometimes we're the we're the cause of our own disease, and just just get a hold of yourself, pull it out of the nosedive. You're going to be all right. All you have to do is just make a few changes, and you can change your life. You know, change the way you change the way you eat. You can change your life. It's that powerful. That's the sum of it. Become I don't a think loving, could... more wonderful father, parent. I, I don't think there's any better way to say it. So why don't why don't we end on that note? We sincerely hope you like what you heard and you'll look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. Maybe even leave a comment for us and join us next time as we talk about ways that you can live right now.